All right, so as the rotor turns, me and Ryan back on here. You know, I'm getting used to this. Actually, I'm, I've missed us doing this the last yeah. few weeks. So uh, so it's cool to be back doing it today. Uh, for you guys listening out there, you know, um, this is my opinion. Carlos Tavares. Um, even though I own the Rescue Company 1, it's not the opinion of the Rescue Company 1 or it's Dr. Wonderful Ben Abbo or any of my employers anybody else and uh listen uh, you're gonna hear some stuff that may offend you if it does you can turn it off um keep listening whatever just uh again turn it the fuck off if you don't like what i say so what's up with you ryan uh yeah uh, things are good um yeah lots going on you know a lot of moving yeah. parts um getting pulled in a lot of directions but good directions and staying busy yeah, man, yeah. you're you're a wanted man out there. Not by the law, though. No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> now that you know, yeah, you know, there's a little shot here. I got like the uh, Ryan's a fruity like drink type guy. So I got hey, him man, I'm a rollerblader. Yeah, so I got him <laughs> at this. I uh, saw this at my house. It's tequila, which is uh, chocolate crème brûlée flavored. Um, Can't get mad at that. No, cheers, man. Salute. Yeah, all righty. Making a mess already. Oof. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yep. That is nasty. <laughs> so, mm. hey, Ryan, so like this one is like a little bit more freestyle stuff. You know, um, mostly your idea. Oh, for today? Yeah, yeah. For, yeah, yeah. For this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I figured a um, good thing uh, to do is bring people up to speed on some of our uh, recent endeavors and kind of do a little situation report and kind of yeah like you know the podcast has been getting kind of uh, getting a good little bit of a little buzz yeah man yeah. people are liking it you know listening to it absolutely absolutely a lot of people come up and you know i've been going on a couple flights lately and uh people go oh man you're the dude from the rescue company like and it's funny as shit because i keep my whole face covered you know with this whole right. covid thing i'm covered from head to toe so you but I guess it's just my round appearance. People, like, people kind <laughs> of <Yeah. laughs> know who I am, huh, and everything. So, But, you know, man, I got a little something for you, man. What you got? I've been thinking about this, and, you know, so, you know people need to know. Um, <clears throat> you know, man, I appreciate you 100%, dude. And it's just in the fact that, um, man, you, you just you get a lot you get a lot done around here. And, it's uh, and you know, for a long time, like I've said before, like me and Trish just kind of felt, you know, on this island by ourselves. And, you know, man, you just kind of come through a lot of stuff and it makes really easy not having to worry about certain things, man. And like, you know, the uh, the website looks great. That's all you, you know, if you guys go on the website. And you saw the big uh, crayon painting that I had before <laughs> to this Picasso that it looks now, man. That's all you, man. That's a good job, dude. Thank you. Very good job, man. I just want you to know that I appreciate it. I know I don't say it a lot, so you know, uh, I don't uh, do that. But, man, I do appreciate you, man. Thank Thanks, you. Man. I know that. Thank know. you so much, man. Yeah, you know, I, I got to say, I got to get better at doing that stuff, you know, yeah. and saying that stuff. But, you know, that, that that's huge, man. That's huge. That comes a long way, and it makes things a little bit easier. Shit, I think things have been flowing better because of the addition of all the stuff you're doing, man. So I appreciate it, man. I wish I had a million bucks to pay you. I don't have that. <laughs> we'll so, all have a million bucks one day. You know, but 
Um, the other thing I was going to say is you just watched Jerry Maguire the other day yes. for the first time. Epic fucking movie, bro. I can't, you, I'm sure there's somebody <laughs> out there just drove their car off the road because they can't fucking believe yeah. this is the first time you've seen Jerry Maguire. What you think, man? Give me a, give me a movie report. God, like, was I supposed to cry? Because I did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, cry, it's a crime movie, man. It's a crime right. movie. Oh, shit. You know? it, was, it was great, man. I, um, I don't know. It's like I... I not only did I relate to a whole lot of the movie like now, but like I can, I can. When I watched it, I felt like I had already watched it a million times. You know, it's because oh, my, my whole life is kind of just like being the epitome of like the the characters in that movie. You know, like being that outlier, um, like seeing that vision and having those ideas that other people don't see, and putting that faith in things where everybody else is like, "Why are you putting faith in that, man?" It's like because yeah. you don't see what I see, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. so I was like. Fuck yeah, it was great, man. I was like, how yeah. did I not see this already? But <laughs> it's a it's a good it's a good movie, man. It's just so freaking crazy. Yeah. It, like with the and you know, that that's kinda like I I've always felt that this this place, the rescue company one, is uh is one of those situations, you know, like it's built out of everything I didn't like about other places and stuff like that. You know, so I think right. it's pretty cool, you know? Yeah, yeah. Now, if you were to pick a character in that movie, who who would you be, man? It's yeah. funny you who asked me that because because when you brought up the movie or somehow we got onto the conversation of me and never had seen it, uh, seeing it before, um, so like that was in my head as the whole time I was watching it. You know? Yeah, I was like, so Carlos, you know, he he likes this movie. Let me let me just let me watch it. So as I was doing that, I was putting myself in the shoes of different characters, and I was like, who am I? You know, like who's Carlos? Yeah, 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 <laughs> you yeah. know, that it was it was almost um, like. There was more shoes that I th- thought like uh, I would fill more than the other, but then there was times where it was like the roles would be reversed. It seemed, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I guess I like if who I, I was in that movie. I guess I would kind of. God, like I don't know. It's crazy, man. Oh, like man. I, I feel like I could embody either Cuba or fucking you know um, Tom Cruise. You know, it's... and you know, man. Like in that movie, like if I was gonna pick somebody that I was like gonna be, is more like that old man that he keeps flashing back to, like his mentor. You know, like that dude. I like that dude because I always try to think. You know, every you know, like he, he always flashes back to the guy. You know, remind uh, me real quick. I... In the movie, he has like his the guy that was uh, Jerry's mentor. Um, but man, I wish I could remember the dude's name. But like he would go, you know, I love getting up in the morning, you know, and he would, you know, he would flash back to him. You gotta go back. Watch yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That old yeah dude. Like all yeah. throughout the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He would flash back. I like that old dude, man. Yeah. Okay. Because you know, it's funny. You know, uh, what? Like two days ago, three days ago, we were sending back TED Talk, different TED Talks yeah. and stuff, right? So I listen to a TED Talk every day. Every day I listen to one, a different one, you know, from different things on different topics, you know. Yeah. Because they're very freaking awesome. They're just, oh, yeah, absolutely. it's 15 minutes of learning something new. And like, some of them aren't like the most inspirational ones. They're not inspirational, but just they teach you a good lesson in 15 minutes, you know? Right. Um, but I'm going to say this, man. You know, I'm going to try to send you a few of those, you know, at least once a day. I'll send you one. Yeah, I, I, you know? I and, love those things, yeah. man. You know, and then you send me one back. You know, it's inspirational time. Yeah. And I do look, man, like on YouTube, you look inspirational talks, man. You get like a, a, a lot of good ones too, man. You just come up and just, you know, it's just good to listen to, man. Get Sometimes get the, you know, that inner bitch out of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Get some David get, Goggins get, in there. Get that fucking <laughs> shit out of your head, man, yeah. or you can just fucking be, you know, and, yeah. and create. And, man, a lot of times we spend a lot of time just bitching about shit that we don't need to bitch about. Oh, yeah, certainly. You can't change the motherfucker anyways. No. So why are you complaining? Yeah. You know? It's funny, like, I remember I got a buddy back home, Mitchell. He's a, a boss of mine, friend of mine. You know, but there was one thing that 
that he told me, like, if you want to work here, I, he's the one who taught me how to plumb. He goes, I got, I got one rule. I got two rules, and it's the same rule. He goes, nothing else matters. He goes, you follow this at all times. I'll, ma I'll make sure you're all right. He goes, no bitching, no complaining. Mm -hmm. He goes, that's it. He goes, you could, it's all you need to remember at all times. No bitching, yeah. no complaining. Yeah. And, like, he, I just, that soaked in every single day. It was like every time I went to open my mouth or bitch or complain about something, I just, yeah. I couldn't, and I thought about it, and then I was forced to come up with a solution to whatever it was. Yeah, no, um, and, 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 like, that's what you got to do, because right. we still got to complete the job, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, the job has still got to be completed um, and shit, so. No, you know, it's crazy, man, You know, and you, and you got to find the lessons in life every day. Every day, yeah. I have to try to find something fucking different, and. Um, and that's what I like about EMS and the ER and flying mm. and stuff like that is just that every day is fucking different. Yeah. Like you and I believe, man. It's just that every day is different and damn, I love the change. I do love the change, man. So, you know, we just had SAR and Duck the last yes, like, that was couple cool. weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. If you haven't seen the video, it's up on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. There's another Ryan creation there. You know, man, we need to try to figure out how to find some, like, Wu-Tang beats or something and put in there, you know? <laughs> I think, yeah, I got to look at the copyright stuff. Like, there's a lot of stuff you can just use. You just got to, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. you can't, like, monetize the videos. Not like we're doing anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we ain't making money off of shit. Yeah, so. not yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, like the, um, you know, but even just on the sounds like, you know, some old school hip-hop or something. Yeah, like that, yeah, you know yeah. I mean, you know, I always like quoting the Shaolin when I send out emails and stuff. People laugh about that all the time. But, you know... One of the companies that we work for, big, big, big company, like their big, big boss sent me an email the other day, and it, and all it said was love the Wu Tang, <laughs> and like this is this is uh this is some I looked the dude up, this is some white dude like this is businessman that goes out and buys companies, but he gets the emails that I send to the people we work for, and he goes, I've been watching your emails for a couple of weeks, and they always got a Wu Tang quote on the end of it. I said, man, I love those guys are deep, man. Those guys are deep. And, you know, you come from those, the, most of these guys, man, they, they shouldn't even be alive, you know. So they when they open their mouth, you should probably fucking listen. Yeah. You know, like Method Man, that dude is a. Uh, oh, yeah. He's an inspirational motherfucker, man, yeah. when he talks, dude. And just the art form of the Wu-Tang Clan, like, they, they're they just, like, to have all these different styles come together and they just can rhyme and just make music, man. That's just unbelievable. I wish I had that talent, you know, yeah. to do stuff. You know, and. And when you try, like, you know, when I used to spin records back in the day, one of the things that's hard to mix is Wu-Tang Clan. Okay. You can't spin. It's, it's hard to sneak in some Wu and some shit, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, but, nah, man. So, you know, the SAR thing went pretty good because, yeah. like, you know, we prepped like a motherfucker for it. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the, um, man, I, I didn't really sleep for the last three months putting trying to get this thing uh, into where where it needed to be and i'm you know originally for people who don't know we started off to do this that you know i know we, we had the episode we talked about search and rescue shit so not to beat that dead horse but it started we were just going to do like this six day search and rescue helicopter search and rescue class kind of like like just like an introduction to stuff you know and then as we got close to it the uh the insurance company then did not um approve it so I had to go back to the drawing board. So when I went to the drawing back to the drawing board of like getting this thing approved and rewriting stuff and, and like making it more of this NFPA thing, 
um, you know, when we realized we could do our own NFPA classes because we're qualified to do, you know, to me and some of the other instructors, uh, we went back to that drawing board, man, and it just kind of created this monster that it is now that we talked about on the on the thing. But man, that um, the day Indoc came, it looked the way it played out. Um, for most cases, it was like I saw it in my head. Like I, it, so that was like that's awesome. Yeah, because I know when we, in the few episodes ago, if you guys didn't listen, that when we talked about the SAR stuff, like the first like three or four medical classes, and I looked like it looked in my head, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, you know, and it evolved to what you know to what it is now, you know, which is pretty, you know, it's, it's a great class and it's yeah. a great freaking it flows awesomely. But I, I didn't want it this. I wanted this thing to look. Yeah, like it looked in my head, you know. So yeah. it was freaking awesome to 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 go through the day, and uh, we we lost one person. Yeah. Uh, well, I would say we lost we lost a few people before before even Indoc started. So we had like a group of fifteen, and ended up uh, eleven on the day of, and I think we we ended up twelve on the day of. It was twelve, yeah. And then we ended up with eleven at that night. So, yeah. Right. So, yeah. so that's where we're at right now, and then. Um, these guys are in doing their vir- we're doing virtual lessons right now because you know I was for COVID stuff. Yeah. However, you know, even before the COVID, I, we were planning on doing that because we wanted that the days that we actually met live, because there's so many days for this class, um, that we wanted to just be doing skills. We didn't want to be lecturing shit, you know. Right, so, right. so we're in finishing up our surface water and surf uh, surf water rescue stuff right now. And then they're gonna come back and do those skills. Um, they be doing three days um, in uh, January. Yeah, January, I believe we were doing three days then. And then we're gonna come, you know, go back. And then the next time we meet, we're actually doing uh, swift water. So we're going to actually do like a three day swift water practical. Um, hopefully it works out. We got a couple of partners uh, help, uh, partnering up with us on that, and and uh, we'll be actually on location. I'm thinking that, you know, we'll be doing some camping for those days, you know, and using that as well as, you know, like a lesson, like setting up camp for, like, if we were on a deployment, yeah, that, yeah. you know. So, yeah, it's moving God, on. It's going to be fun, man. Man, it's going to be I know I was right up your alley. I saw you. I saw <laughs> that inner inner homeless man come out of you. And uh, so, yeah, so, that, so we're good, man. You know, there were some things that didn't work out well um, that will be better scripted next time. Yeah. Um, so that's for sure. I mean, what, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it went as, as good as it could have gone and anything, you know. Um, I mean, I think regardless of however well we do, we should always be able to find something we could have done better at the end every time we do it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but like that that narrow, or that uh, um, funnel gets narrower and narrower, you know, as time goes yeah. on. But, um, I mean, for our first shot, like I think we did as, as well as we could have done and as far as uh, mitigating any last-minute changes, you know, we, we we adapted where we needed to, you know, and um, we we made it happen, man. You know, like at no point did our uh, did the curveballs allow or cause us to deviate from, you know, yeah, our no. day's mission. No, absolutely. You know, you know um, what's interesting is a lot of people <laughs> did not expect you to be in the leadership role you were in that day. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know that was that was kind of a. It's, you know, like me coming from the military, from the Army, and, um, you know, having the experiences that I had <clears throat> and 
combined with my character naturally, um, I, if you didn't know me in the military, there's a side of me you've never seen. Yeah. Period. I'm sure. That's probably the easiest way I could put it. And like, there go, there's a lot into that, you know? So, but I also knew that based off of my past experiences and the role that I was being put into during indoc day, that this was, that was probably one of the few times outside of the military where I was manifesting and conjuring up the past and putting myself yeah. in a character subtly. I mean, I guess it was quite obvious, but like, I still wasn't like fully, you know, like into that, that zone because I had to, there's a lot of things I had to consider, you know, like for instance, the, the point is, is like we have guys that were in that class that, uh, you know, we've, I've got a lot of experience with and I've worked with and done different things with, trained with, and yeah. they, they know me as the me who got out of the military and yeah. now. And I knew going into that class, if I was going to embody this role, that yeah. these guys were guys who were going to be completely caught off guard when they oh, seen this man, other side sure of me. Oh, sure as fuck they were. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and, like, and even then, it was definitely toned down, you know, because I just had to keep that in mind, and, um, but at the same time not allow it to uh, allow me to deviate from the role that I was putting myself in. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, so you just got to get into that role, and, and uh, yeah, it's just... It was fun, man. It was it was it was great. I, I I enjoy being in that type of position because a lot of times there's a lot of people who are chock full of potential and are already really good at what they do and they, they they're outliers already. But like you get to a certain point of being that type of person where it's not often you have somebody come into your realm of influence and show you that next level of of checking yourself and leadership and, and bringing that whole new angle where. You get caught off guard, you know, and you're not sure how to think about it at first or how to yeah. take it in. But then, like, you go home and you sleep on it and you, like, you get that chip off your shoulder or whatever. And you're like, I needed that. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. And, you know, um, what's interesting in the in the way you were that day, it wasn't that you were, like, um, you. it was just a professional um, a professional instructor. You know, like, you were just uh, delivering information. And to to and just in that manner, that military bearing that you had that day was uh, that that's really cool. And, and you, is that something that was taught to you? Like, did they teach you how to do that in the military? Or so they do. I mean, but like, I, I, it comes down to um, one thing you're always taught, like from day one, is like whatever it is you got to say, learn how to say it tactfully, and then. At the end of the day, like it, it was kind of you mentioned on it earlier, you know, like you've seen all these different scenarios of how not to be when it came to creating your class or bringing this. Yeah. In. And, um, you know, that's kind of. Uh, sorry, I'm losing my train of thought here. Uh, you know, like I guess where I'm getting at. So like so the way you were like you were you were making sure they were paying attention to small details. There we go. Stuff, so like right? and that's what it came down to was is like at the end of the day in the military, it's they, they want to. Uh, they want you to make sure you're paying attention to details and they want to make sure that, and you see this and you see these leaders who have the right intent and like it kind of, you develop this delivery based off of intent. Like I had no idea what I was going to say, what I was going to do, how I was going to do it, but I knew what my intent was. And if my intent was true and it fell in suit with my character, then, you know, your delivery will, will provide, you know, the outcome that, you know, um, I guess you could expect from that. But, uh, and you know, like this is uh, the the one thing I, that. So I I've thought of this class in my head and how to put this indoctrination day together. And um, and, and the one thing that I did not know how to project to people and make important 
was the like the attention is the small details and stuff because those are the things that are going to cause problems on a rescue mission right and so, those are the things you're gonna get missed and things like that and, and like i'm obviously i'm not a military person and nor ha, nor do nor i've never been trained in a gotcha. in a way to you know deliver stuff in because if you i, I know really, what you're asking now well this is the thing I think that somebody that comes over and tries to do what you did that day and has never been in the military and has never been trained in that manner, that they come across like an asshole. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah, and you did not come across like an asshole. You came across like this professional instructor that was just making sure that people were going step one, step two, step three, and step four, right? Absolutely, and that boils down to like what your intent is. is and my intent is, is to drive in that level of attention to detail because – Something that's uh, instilled in us is, for instance, in the military, you get done with the range, you go and you shoot your weapon, you, you qualify. At the end of the day, your company comes back to the unit, and you're at the barracks or whatever, and you're turning in your weapons, and you're at the arms room, and you spend 30 minutes to an hour and a half sitting there. Everybody's fucking all the soldiers. You know, you're sitting on the sidewalk right there next to your building. Yeah. And you're cleaning your weapon, man. Like, and you don't dare go to turn it in and, and it not be as clean as it should be because your fucking first line supervisor is going to look at it, put one finger on it in a place where they need to check that tells them if there's anything on my finger, when I touch this part of your weapon, I don't need yeah. to see any, I don't want to see anything else. I don't need to inspect the rest of your weapon because it's, it's going back to and fucking yeah. you damn well better not come back to me again and have to go back and go, go through this process again. And the reason they instill that is for one, it's, it's discipline and your weapon should always be clean, but like you get into this mindset or a, a, a certain set of mindset or type of mindset that can translate it all different realms of your life is if you go, oh, I went to the range, my weapon's dirty, like, I'll clean it tomorrow. I'll clean it the next time I go to the range. Yeah, procrastination. Um, or you even just half-ass clean it and you go to turn it in and, um, you know, it's you get used to that, knowing it could be cleaner. Well, what ends up happening is, is that, again, that translates into every realm of your life in the military. And especially in the military world, like, you can't allow your shortcomings to affect other people around you because they're going to. They're yeah. absolutely good. And the same type of guy who chooses, for instance, not to, to clean his weapon fully or to, to take advantage of a situation where he can choose not to have to shave that morning because he knows there's not going to be anybody to check him. Or um, if, even if he does get checked, he'll get away with it because of the circumstances. And it's, those are the same types of people who take, that, take advantage of those, those circumstances or they um, um, choose to just negate the, the necessity of paying attention to detail. Those are going to be the same guys who catastrophically cause a failure later down the road yeah and, and they do something and, and like for instance to kind of tie those two situations together the same guy who chooses not to shave because he knows he can get away with it whenever he can is the same guy who's going to end up getting you killed in a gunfight because his gun jams because he didn't fucking clean it yeah that's all those two things playing well other. absolutely right so it's like you know you're gonna train like you're gonna fight right yeah it's just a matter of discipline so like when we're on when we were training at indoc you know to bring a full circle you know like uh one of the things was, is, and a couple of the guys might have thought I was crazy, but I was like, I want you to make this row of equipment or this set of equipment look just like the next set of equipment. And, you know, they, they attempted to do so, but I could look at it with half of an eye from my peripheral vision and tell you, like, nope. And I could have sat there and said, nope, 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 all day long. But these guys never would have got what I was trying to get at because it takes time. It takes a certain level of... Um, Right, because, you know, the day before, I went and set all the gear to look exactly the same. Right. So, I mean, like, basically, you the way you sat the stuff down when these guys showed up, like, they it should always look like that. Regardless of how it looks, whatever's right next to another thing should look just like it. Yeah, absolutely. If this is tilted 20 degrees to the left and it's right side up, this one's 20 degrees to the left, right side up, not 19 degrees 
kind of right side. Like, no, like it needs to look exactly right, regardless. And that teaches, that's the one way the military teaches attention to detail is I don't yeah. give a fuck what that looks like. Make that one look exactly like that one. And yeah. that one look exactly like that one. That way I can look at the one over here and go all the way to the very end at item number 100 and know that this one looks exactly like everyone before yeah. because you're military, you're soldiers, and that's what we do. Well, like, and the whole thing is, is that we're trying to make sure that, you know, when we go on a deployment, um, we're, we're deploying and helicopters are used for other purposes, right? So, right. so the per when we go on this deployment, we, we're going to be, we're bringing in all our stuff to make this a medical he uh, rescue helicopter. And, you know, it's a small airframe. And it's, you know, we're not going to be able to spread our shit out and let it, you know, as we go from this mission to that mission to just let the shit scattered everywhere. Right, right. You know, so we have to, you know, utilize a small space to put a lot of shit in it that we need. So we can't afford this, you know, just throwing shit all over the place. And I'm glad you you picked up on that. And we never we didn't talk about that before class. It was just something you picked up on. And I was like, you know what? This is a great attention to detail lesson right here yeah absolutely so you know so that was great i, I really did like that and i and, and again that is um that's the the military in you and, and that's the stuff that i do appreciate because i don't have the ability to 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 come across that way and, and nor do i try so i don't try to be a dickhead or an asshole or you know be that because i can't do it because i because i just don't so, you know, I end up teaching the lesson and, you know, people do learn what I'm trying to say and what uh, I want them to do, but not in the manner which you did it in, which is I just, man, I do appreciate that. Like, that was awesome. The other guy that, that gets a lot of credit is Corey as well. Corey is, you know, a military man himself as yeah. well, you know, and like he comes across in a very... um just you know just that bearing and that's the only way i can explain it for yeah. me from an outsider looking in it's just that military bearing of the way it comes across it's like fuck man that's awesome yeah that's completely awesome so so man that that i thought that went great you know um i definitely think that the rest period we gave them in between the pool to the the rucking and stuff like that i think um it wasn't planned as well as we wanted it to and we definitely didn't have the stuff set like we wanted to, you know. So, just, no. but you know, so we know the next time that's something that suffered and it needs to be worked on. And yeah, and I want to—I don't mean to cut you off. I want to want to backtrack just really yeah. quick and kind of touch on something. The, the whole attention to detail. They, this this is relatable basically anywhere in life. But like the the lessons of paying attention to detail and all the small things aren't. The, of course, it's to instill that discipline and just that. Um, control about yourself but most importantly um when you combine that uh that attention to detail with a compassion for the well-being of the people around you um if those are like equivalent like whatever your delivery is like your your intent your 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 sense of of uh wanting to look out for another person by um just coming from this place, like regardless of how militant you might seem or however your delivery might be aggressive or overt, like if your intent 
is, you know, just to make sure that you're teaching these people, like, look, I want you to make sure that your kids get to see you tonight because you didn't fucking die at work because you did yeah, something stupid. Absolutely. Or that your your partners get to go home to their wife and they're like that is why I pay attention to detail the way that I pay attention to detail. No, and that's why and we all should pay attention to detail. Th- absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, uh absolutely. But that's kinda where if you make sure that that's what your intent is and that's your that's what your character drives you to kind of work towards, then when you have that delivery of um, just kind of aggressively trying to instill those levels of attention to detail, like regardless of how you teach it, like people will see your, they'll feel your intent before anything else. And that's, that's when the lessons learned, you know? No, no. So, I mean, man, like I cannot uh, think of man, that pool session was awesome, dude. It was smooth. It went good. Yeah. Yeah. Everything that we put into it, we, you know, had a reason to it and it worked and, you know, and people could start seeing that, like when they, you know, the after lunch, and we went back in the pool, and they started seeing why we why we did certain things before that didn't make sense, but it built a skill set for yeah. the afternoon. You know, so Absolutely. that was pretty cool. So, um, as far as like where the the SAR class is right now, they're doing uh, we're doing those virtual lessons. That um you know so there there's some self study module stuff that kind of covers the um the NFPA you know um stuff and um as far as the surface water and all that and we're doing some you know virtual lessons and taking some exams and then so for the next like f- four weeks so total like we said before we're looking at about two hundred hours worth of education here yeah. um and uh, yeah so we're we're beating them up pretty good. Um, some, one of those guys is doing double duty cause he's, he, uh, hasn't had the air medical class. So he's prepping for air medical when January as well. So, so that's crazy. So that dude is, uh, he's getting a beating right now. <laughs> so, um, and then as far as like the, the, the Florida, um, heart team stuff that we're trying to do, you know, we're, um, full steam ahead man where i'm having meetings every day on this you know so meeting different fire chiefs and stuff like that um getting all the mous and licensing and all that stuff we need it's pretty exciting like today that's all i did man it's just amazing um yesterday i had some really good meetings we went we were in st augustine met with a vendor and all that so it's amazing (laughs) that the doors that open up when you just ask and yeah and it's like you know damn dude it was fucking you know i feel like a nobody sitting there talking to some guy that like really wants to be part of something that i just started and right i'm like oh my goodness <laughs> this is real you know right. so um so but it's fucking cool as shit so i'm pretty excited about it so yeah today i like you know some of this stuff obviously is all on the contract and is with attorneys and all that stuff so you can't really you know we're not going to record it right. and put it out to people till that the, the right time is there. But, uh, man, what a fucking exciting shit. So, so pretty cool. Awesome. Um, the, registering the team, it's that's a big deal. So, trying to, you know, I'll pick the right place to register that as, as far with, like, um, what association we register with. You know, I think it does make a difference in where um as far as you know when we go seek for grant uh grants and stuff like that um the big interesting thing is that one of the, like the uh heart people that I talked to from one of the other states 
is, you know, they started a hard team and they went to the state and goes like, hey, we want to do this. And, you know, this is the funding that we need and all that. Uh, we're showing up completely funded ourselves. Right. And trained and, you know, our gears be there and and um, and we supersede a lot of this different standards, you know. So it's so it's interesting when you put it to that way, it's like <laughs> um, that's why people are like on it. They're like, yeah, how yeah. the fuck did you do this? I said, <coughs> well, a little piece at a time, you know, yeah, <laughs> a little fucking piece at a time. I work on something and then I complete that task and then I move to the next part of it and. That's how I'm building this big mural of what the hard team is going to be. So, yeah. so that's fucking awesome. Yeah. So I'm really cool. I'm pretty excited about that. Um, and then I guess like the, the grants and the fundraising part of it. Uh, one of the things we are going to do, um, and it's like, seems like, uh, you know, you, you, you're, have you seen dodgeball? You've seen dodgeball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I've seen it. Quite a few times. <laughs> you know, man, I get so scared every time I'm about to make a fucking movie reference. And, you, and I look at you and I go, fuck, he doesn't know. So, <laughs> so you know, in dodgeball, when they're trying to raise money to, to keep uh, keep the gym open. Right, right. You know, uh, they go, let's do a car wash. Well, <laughs> I'm doing a fundraiser similar to a car wash. <laughs> okay. Uh, which uh, we will be doing a fundraiser car wash. But, you know, mine's going to be special. <laughs> um but the uh we do some t-shirts we came up with a pretty cool design pretty unique it's going to be unique to 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 the heart horrible segue you yeah. went from from car washes to t-shirts and yeah I yeah, went, yeah well i went, from, uh, I went for the wet t-shirts is what i started thinking and then well <laughs> that's where i'm bringing it back full circle okay. <laughs> so uh, well okay. so we'll, we're gonna be uh my idea is to sell these at the coolest bikini car wash thing you've ever seen in your whole entire life. And you'll have the hard t-shirts there available as well as a, so you're going to basically get a awesome car wash and you get a t-shirt. You know what I mean? So, so car, the, the girls in bikinis wear our shirts or are they like just in bikinis? Well, they have a bikini bottom and, and then, no, then just and, the shirt. And just the shirt. I'm going to get my car washed. Yeah, several times. Twice. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, um, and this is awesome. Interior, too, or just exterior? I think we're just going to keep it to exterior, Mr. Creepy. It's amazing <laughs> how creepy you get right off the bat. Uh, but, you know, um, so, yeah, I think that's what we're going to do for that. And, you, you know, you get a T-shirt, and you can buy extra T-shirts, too, if you want. If you don't, you know, so um, I think it's a pretty cool idea. You know, and all the proceeds are going just to – um cover this um this you know uh, 501c3 thing that we're doing you know so we're not taking volunteers for car washers um <laughs> yeah no yeah yeah the, we, we well we are looking for volunteers but you know um you better be female <laughs> and uh able to you know well just be female actually any female you know so you know we will have some of those we do have a staff of females that we're going to employ on that day <laughs> um, they are very happy to do this, so it's pretty cool. Be ten ninety nine workers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so that's awesome, you know. And then, it, it, it this is a cool place. I think as to work as things have developed because as as the rescue company, you know, we always got different shit going on. And uh, one of the things we got going on that that happened today that I'm pretty excited is the I got a couple of the. Uh, things confirmed for competition this year so you know we did a competition 
year before last. Right. The competition this year we canceled obviously because of the COVID. COVID, yeah. Um, and then hopefully you know the competition circuit is back on on, on uh, going hard. So we're thinking we'll be doing our competition. We will have the date announced by the end of the week. But um, I got like my four different. So there's gonna be four venues, four you know, or more scenarios. Which, you know, and it's going to be fucking kick-ass, man. Because <laughs> I've, got, I've got this crazy-ass scenario that we may kill a person doing it. Maybe. But... Like fuck. a student or like the patient? Um, yeah, student. <laughs> <laughs> Not a student, but you know what I mean? Like competitor. Nah, I'm just kidding. Nobody's going to die. We'll have all safety measures in there, but man... I mean, it's a could die, but... Fucked up scenario. Oh shit! Is it a fucked up? Nobody's ever done one like this. So, yeah, I got that shit confirmed, man. So that's gonna be some cool shit. I wonder if that's the. I don't want to put it out there for a guest, but I wonder if that's the one you told me about. Oh yeah, yeah, I told you about that one. Yeah, yeah, I've told you about it. Uh, no, actually, I may have not told you about this one. This one I've kept pretty close to the vest until okay. I got all the moving parts in play, and gotcha. I got all the fucking moving parts in play, man. It's so fucking cool. So. um yeah, so it's going to be good. So, you know, uh, I know some of the guys that compete with us and stuff out there. And um, I will announce this today, though. Um, you know, I've been out of the competition game for a little bit, you know. Uh, and I talk about Josh every every time, but it's something me and Josh did, you know. And and I, I'm of the where if I couldn't compete with Josh anymore, that I wasn't going to compete. And... Um, Man, the bug, as I'm putting these scenarios together, the bug hit me. And, and I'm ready to compete again. So, I'm going to say this right now. I'm fucking putting a team together. I'm Obviously, we're not going to compete in our own competition, but the other comps coming out there, you know, a few of them been announced. Y'all can expect the rescue company to be there. As a matter of fact, you can expect the rescue company to show up as Orlando Fire Department competition team because I own that name. <laughs> that's that's my fucking that's my team so we, we we're back in cool yeah we're gonna be competing putting the ass kicking on somebody you know I mean, i'm ready and i got some good guys you know to compete you know obviously man you're gonna be part part of the team you're gonna be in there getting your shit you know in there so um and yeah i'm fucking excited as fuck cool yeah so that definitely happened today <laughs> a lot of good shit happened today, man. And uh, you know, it's up as far as the freestyle shit that we were going through. I, I wrote down a topic here, and, and we're gonna try because I know you're passionate as fuck about about some of the shit. So we're gonna try to keep um some opinions out, but okay. we still want to talk about some shit. Okay, and see what you think about this. So for anybody that has been under a fucking rock in the hymns. Helicopter emergency medical services world. You're right there. You're kind of fidgety. Yeah, I'm trying to get these wires figured out. Uh, so in the uh, in the Hems world, the um, every coast helicopter operations, right? So that big big debacle yeah. over what happened yeah. with that whole thing, and um, and you know uh, when when I I'm not a social media guy, so obviously somebody had to tell me what happened and show me and 
did all that and then mm-hmm. the different stuff that happened then on with the different guys and the and girls that are involved in it the reality is is that you know the my, the whole time that that was going down they I thought we were going to lose echo as far as an association that was out there wasn't really so much the echo itself that I was worried about but that like that fast team and we talked about uh, the fast team as these individuals that if there's a accident or something happens that you go they go out and they on their own dime you know very little support and they're trained um peer peer counselors yeah and they help people get through this hard time families and stuff like that you know and and that and they also have a phone number that you can call so if you're somebody that's having a problem i know a few episodes back we talked about this yeah it, it, and you know and it's crazy because we talked about it then a few weeks later the whole thing happens you know right yeah i think it was our second episode yeah so like the whole time with the we you know with this whole thing is i was so concerned that 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 was going to go away that resource yeah, yeah. And, and it's like you know the the echo conference that was fun to go to the free training this all this thing that you know that you would get with the whole deal the um you know those those were cool things you know we went we've been to the conferences you know as a you know as a vendor as a uh we you know we would do like water egress training at those um and that's cool you know that was you know that 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 was awesome to do but um the coolest thing was this thing that this this association brought brought this fast team and like I I was fucking like I'm like man I really hope that it makes it makes it and then they figured out you know some people stepped down they uh, some people left the uh, association they, they left it in charge of uh, other you know in, in the hands of um I um a group of individuals that are going to do a great job I really do feel they're going to do a great job and it's this this fast team has survived you know which yeah. um man. Like, it, it would have been tragic, you know. Like, where where do we turn to? Like, where where do we go from here? I try to find something today when we were gonna. It's like, hey, let's talk about this. Like, I was sitting there trying to find. Like, well, what's another number you can call? <laughs> you know. Right, right. So you know, I guess my question is, is that that what happened? I know it's hard for you to not express your your uh, forget the the Cardi B video thing and all that. Okay, okay. all right, um, and forget just um, the association alone for a second here. Like on a scale of one to ten, how tragic would it have been to have lost this mental health resource? Ten being like worst, the worst things ever happened. Ten. Yeah, absolutely, right? Without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, I felt I felt the same way. Yeah. I felt the same way. And it's just like, um, you know, we could beat the, the, the horse of the, you know, fucking, like, the stupidity of putting some shit up, like, like what happened. You know, like, fuck, I, but, like, I told you, and this is no lie, like, I told you this, you know, obviously, Ryan, you handle all our social media stuff. Yeah. You make sure that what gets put up, you know, goes through you, 
um, and the and you're that last check and balance of that because what gets put on our social media at the end of the day it's still me right it's yeah uh, absolutely it's 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 carlos and this creation and the buck stops with me and that's i'm responsible for what gets yeah. put up there so and and that's the image I and mean, you know we do even though we sit on this podcast we cuss and we sit here and drink and this is this, this outlet and we do have a disclaimer that we put up in the front of it you know it's definitely not the job that we do go out there and do our job yeah. is out there we you know we were very you know we we are professional in what we do um i cannot i have to say that i do appreciate your responsibility and what gets put up for me because prior to you could we have done the same fuck up yeah absolutely prior to you being like in charge of this whole thing and doing that we would have probably done something that we thought was funny and was innocent in this situation like could have gotten put up and we and i would you know we'd be in that we'd be in that we right. in that problem. So, like, that's the thing. Question number two about this thing that I have. This is for you. So speak openly. Is um, where would you be in life without second chances? Not as good of a position as I am now. Yeah. Because any time I've ever been given a second chance... It was always, uh, even if it wasn't undeserved, there was still something to be learned. But like the the, the truth is, man, is um, like I'm like I, that, I don't know. It's one of the most important things in life, man. Is like if you ever get to that stage in your life, like where you just don't give second chances, like like there's a time and a place where you can't afford to. But like if that's just like your common theme, like you don't give second chances, like you're never gonna surround yourself with the people who have become better versions of themselves because they were provided with a second or a third chance in a posi- at a time when nobody else would give it to them. And that second chance was the catalyst that brought perpetuation to this unfoldment of self and, 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 and evolution of your, you know, of your personal and individual being. Like, second chances is the only thing that provides that for people. Yeah, absolutely, man. Like, it's a, you know, through, through pain and struggle is where you actually have uh, personal growth yeah absolutely like like if it hurts then that's the growth where it comes in like you learn that lesson hard and then you just hope that you can at the other end you're still you know the limbo that you're in is this will somebody give me a second chance um for for my mistake that i did you know now can i survive this yeah and i think one of the most important things most people eventually should come to realize and do at the you know, other side of the spectrum of this, but nobody gives a fuck about how you fucked up or where you fucked up. Like the only thing people care about is when you get done fucking up, can you make them feel like for one, you realize that's not what your intent was Two, now you see why it shouldn't have happened the way that it did. You found a way to, to do things better. And you realize the way the, the way that things happened were because you didn't do them as best as you could. You didn't think about it as well as you could. Basically, wherever you fuck up, can you can it be shown to other people that you recognize that there's a better way to do what you just did and that what you just did wasn't your intent? That's all people care about. Like, yeah. will you own it and will you fix it? That's yeah. it. Yeah, like, nobody absolutely. cares about anything else. Like, yeah. Because you could do the stupidest thing and, like, not own it 
And people be like, I don't, I don't have nothing to say to you, bro. Like, we can't talk together. We can't work together. And you sure as hell aren't going to be on my team because you can't own whatever it is you just you fucking just did, did, regardless of how small it is. Yeah. You can do something detrimental. But if you own it and you can show to me that you didn't let that happen because you're just because you're an idiot, but rather you just didn't know better then you but, but you still own it, regardless of how big or extreme or detrimental that may have been. If you still have the potential to um, add value to this team and and not be negligent while doing so and going through that growth, you know, period, then um, that's acceptable. You know, like, because that's yeah. what people care about, man. It's like, can you own it? That's it. Yeah, and you know, yeah. I always think of of stuff in life is like the you know we're always striving, we're striving for for perfection, mm-hmm. right? We're striving to be perfect. We're striving to this this perfection of like you know in career, job, personal life, but our imperfection is what makes us the person that we are. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so that's you like Brene's Brene Brown's book. The, yeah, the, 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 something about a. Uh, Imperfect. God damn yeah. What was that? But anyways, but yeah, yeah. Like so, like the just the not being perfect is what shapes us in the form that we are today, and, and what makes us great at being great. You know, and it's um, um, you know, it's kind of like we always say. You know, we're professional degenerates in this thing. You know, <laughs> right? So, like uh, that degenerate portion is what makes us just you know strive to be better at the people that we are, and and and. and I'm here to say, and the reason I brought up the whole thing is just for the second chance is that, is that you know, um, maybe, maybe not. Like, I think that people should be open-minded to giving second chances. Yeah. We can't stand up and um, on, a, on a pedestal and throw rocks at people and stuff like that to really realize that, you know, uh, we're all we're all imperfect and we're yeah. all going to fuck up. You know, it's like like it says in the Bible, man, that you without sin, throw the first rock. And, you know, it's just that that's where I'm at with this whole thing. And that's yeah. where I'm at with the, the, the whole thing. And it's just like I'm a second chance giver, man. Maybe yeah. maybe to maybe to to a fault. And uh, but I will I will give a second chance. I think it's always best to give that second chance and with the giving the other person the benefit of the doubt, which is basically giving that second chance. But, you know, whenever you decide to give somebody a second chance, you have to be willing to to also own the fact that this might bite you in the ass. And if it does, then then that's the end of the road for the for the other person. But like you still yeah. have to you ha- you will, you'll never give that second chance if you're afraid of being um, wrong twice. You know yeah, what I'm no, saying? absolutely. Like, and, and, you know, like the products that Echo put out as as an organization was great there was a lot of great a lot of great happened you know in in that and uh so like this one thing doesn't make me forget all the great shit that's come out of it right i'll give you an example of greatness that's come out of it at at echo the great one of the greatest things that's happened to the rescue company one is the the robbie tester And, you know, Robbie Tester's a product echo, future flight crew. You know, that's where Robbie came from, you know. And that's, you know, not only do I work with Robbie here, I work with him in my in my helicopter job. So, and and he is just a great leader. He's leadership. He's the future of the rescue company, one. And he thinks I'm fucking with him when I tell him that all that time. I say, but, you know, there's going to be a day where I'm, you know, he's going to Steve Jobs me out of the, out of the company. You know what I mean? But it is like I, I hope that he's the greatest thing that's going to happen to this company. 
he's the future of it. He's the future leadership of this company. And it's just, I think that, that that's why I'm 100% in on making sure this thing keeps going the way it is. You know what I mean? And moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. And moving past this whole thing and having that. So, you know, that's all I got to say about that whole deal. So, you know, just kind of wrap things up. Um, the um, We have uh, the air medical class coming up in January. Yeah. So the air medical class, um, a lot of people just think of it as just those six days of class. But the reality is that there's like a whole month worth of stuff that we do before people even show up so if anybody's really interested in doing that like in the next couple weeks we need you to pull the trigger and say you're coming sign up so we can start you off um on the class there's a lot of pre-class work you got to do and it isn't that we're having you do online class is that we're prepping you for what your six days are going to look like because Prior to this, um, it would look like you're drinking through a fire hose. Yeah. Uh, well, you're there in six because you're like, you only lecture till noon and the rest of the day. And the, where's the rest of the information? So we started just spreading it out before class. And and you know, a lot of people go, man, you make me do all these basic shit that I do every two years. Like we make people take their ACLS tests again. We make them do BLS. We make them do um, PALS and nrp and all that and it's just that people forget that the flight paramedic exam the certified flight nurses exam has got a lot of fucking basics on it that you are just not good at yeah and you need to like commit to the basics and if i can get you to do your basics perfect then i can add on all this other hemodynamic monitoring and yeah the you know iv pumps and medications and titrations and you know, vent troubleshootings and paralyzing people and all that stuff, too. Um, we can add all that to it. And that's why we need you to do your basics and um, really focus on the reading. Um, that's the the other biggest thing that I notice people, you know, you, you have, a, you know, people call me and they go, hey, I've, I've taken the test three times. How do I get past the Like, how much reading are you doing? Right. And cramming for the flight paramedic exam doesn't work. It's an exam. It's a board certification. That means that you're at the top of your game. You're an expert at it, and um, you know it. You know the information. You're not just memorizing it for right. the exam. You can perform this. So that is what we well, what's expected of you. So if anybody's interested in coming in this fun time, you know, like um, you're gonna you know get a lot of hands-on stuff. You know, like I said, first days cadaver. Well, we go through all the stuff and, you know, we finish it off with some pretty good survival training and all that. So it's the uh, January 25th through the through um, 30th through the 30th. Um, And it is filling up quick. So um, obviously we're limited on the numbers of people since this is a hands on live class. We're limited on the number of people we can have. So uh, for safety reasons, because of uh, the, the virus. So. Just um, definitely get on, pull the trigger quick, and come on, let's do this. Mm-hmm. So, because uh, it's gonna be fun. Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, and it's been a few months since we've done one. So, yeah, next year is you know we will be doing a lot of flight classes, kind of catching up for a few that we didn't get to do this year. But 
you know, we go, we roll, we, we do that class, we roll right into Martin County's class, and then we, I think we have a class, like, we skip a month, and then we have another class, so here in Orlando, so, so it's going to be busy next year, man, it's a busy year, plus on top of a search and rescue date, so already we put, yeah. we put out for the people currently in class. Um, I will say that the the last Monday of February, which I don't know what that date is off the top of my head right now. I guess I could probably look that up. So like the last uh, that last Monday in February will be another Indoc day. Okay. Uh, cool. So if anybody is interested in uh, doing that, we're looking that date up for you right now. That is going to be the twenty second. Yeah. Yep. So the twenty second of February is Indoc. So. Um, you know, the group that just went through that, um, we, you know, I, I actually paid for them. So like, you know, it's just kind of like just for them being group number one, they didn't pay f- to come to Induct, but unfortunately group number two, you're going to pay to come to Induct. So, <laughs> so if you want to come be part of it, you're going to have to put some money out for it. So it's not that expensive though, but it'll be uh, pretty cool. So that'll be the 22nd of February, 2021. Cool, cool. So, um, that's all I got, man, for the good of the order. Yeah, I think so. I uh, uh-huh. sounds good to me. You know, so you know, last uh, last thing initiated men do. You know, shot there, a little bit, a little bit there. All right, all right, man. Well, as the road turns, see turns. you fuckers later. <laughs>